fitting song to play. That is from the Sound City Players, we're calling it. Corey Taylor, Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, Taylor Hawkins in there as well off the soundtrack to the movie Sound City, which just hit Sundance last week and is ready for download tomorrow. And we play that song because on the phone with us right now is the producer of the movie Sound City. If, you don't, if you're not aware, we got the trailer up on the X's Facebook page all about Dave Grohl's love with one board in one studio in Los Angeles called Sound City. And it looks like a pretty damn interesting movie. Let's talk to Mr. Ramsey. John, uh, first of all, I, I imagine things are pretty busy for you right now, huh? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty wild time. But, uh, you know, we've been talking up the movie Sound City for, for the last couple of weeks, ever since the uh, the, the trailer came out uh, that uh, kind of teased the release, and now it's it's played to an audience. And, yeah. and, and how do you feel about it, man, after coming back from Sundance? Oh, man, it's been great. You know, the you know we kind of made this movie in a bubble, you know. It was just... Dave had this idea, you know, the studio was really important to him personally, and he was really adamant about, you know, making this movie, you know, fiercely independently, you know, no studio, no outside influence at all, so we really kind of made this movie in a bubble, and we all really loved it, and, you know, he did an amazing job of really kind of communicating why the place was so special, so, you know, we all loved it, but we weren't really sure how an audience was going to receive it, and everybody's just been really, you know, really positive. And audiences have loved it, and it's been just awesome. And, and for those that aren't familiar, when you say you produce a movie, what what are some of your, your job functions when you're when you're putting together something like Sound City? A producer is a lot like a construction foreman. <laughs> you know, the director tells you their vision. They explain what they want to do. And now the producer's job is to go out and find crew, you know, hire the right people that can really translate that vision in the best way, make sure they stay on schedule, make sure they stay on budget. And then, you know, a lot of times, you know, there's just a lot of, you know, decisions along the way. You know, what sort of lights should we get? You know, what sort of camera should we use? Yeah, it's a lot like a construction foreman. Is it it different with somebody who's directing their first actual full-length film? Dave was a complete natural. He just took to it like, you know, he was a pro. I mean, he's directed music videos before, but he's never done a feature-length thing like this. And, yeah, no, it was great. He was a complete pro. All our years in, in rock and radio, we have never had the chance to sit down with uh, with Mr. Grohl, so let us live vicariously through you. Please, <laughs> please tell us how cool the man is. <laughs> you know, what you see... You know, in the public persona is exactly who he is in private. He's incredibly generous. He's one of the funniest people I've had the pleasure of knowing. You know, he's just a great guy to be around. You know, you have uh, done other features besides documentaries as well. Is there a difference kind of with the production, the the way you go about doing your job for a, a regular feature film as opposed to one that maybe is unscripted like a documentary? Yes. I mean, you just said it right there. You know, a documentary is pretty much unscripted, although we did, you know, have, you know, a writer, you know, going through all these interviews and kind of trying to help us find the story, you know. But, yeah, with a scripted feature, it's just that. You have a very clear roadmap. You know where you need to be. With a documentary, you're sort of discovering it as you go. You never know what somebody's going to say in an interview that might kind of take you down a different path. How important are film festivals like the Sundance Film Festival to a documentary like this? You know, traditionally, film festivals have been a great place to, you know, showcase your work, 
you know, obviously you get a lot of good press, and then hopefully there's a buyer there who might be interested. With a movie like this, you know, because it's completely independent, Dave's selling it directly to the consumer through his own website. Um, you know, it was a bit of a different experience. We really just wanted people to see it, to tell their friends about it, you know, to get the excitement and, you know, keep the buzz going. What? So it was a slightly different experience, you know. We weren't really there to do business. We were there just to show it off and get people excited. Well, we've also heard what, what a pain in the ass it could be to get a film into Sundance. Was it was it a difficult uh, road to hoe, or were you able to, to pretty much, uh, I guess, uh, use Dave and your past you know film credits to get in there pretty easily? You know, it's it's a complete mystery how their submission process works. You don't really know. You know, I think luckily for us this year they were you know concentrating on you know some some good music content at the festival. Mm-hmm. So that bode well for us, but you know, it's you know, you make your film, you submit it, and you don't hear anything. You know, there's no feedback and until you know right around Thanksgiving when they call all the filmmakers who are accepted and let you know whether you're in or not. Yeah, that's got to be like leaving your leaving your stuff out there to hang. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. You know, it's it's exciting and scary. You know, but uh, you know that was really the goal for this movie from day one. You know. Like I said, Dave has always had a very clear vision of what he wanted to do. And the plan was always like, oh, you know, it would be great if we could just get this movie into Sundance. Because that, you know, there's really a great independent spirit of that festival. And, you know, that's a big part of this movie for Dave is, you know, making sure people know you don't need a huge organization behind you. You don't, you know, you don't need to be on a singing show for somebody to pick you out and tell you that you're talented. Just go out and do it yourself, because that's really the only way it's going to happen. That's how Nirvana became, you know, the biggest band ever. You know, they just wrote songs, they played them, they got in a van, they toured around. You know, they they made it happen. So, could this be the greatest soundtrack for a movie of all time? <laughs> yes, it's pretty amazing. There are, let's see, there's about seventy-two tracks of music in this movie. Uh, you know, almost 60 of them are licensed tracks from, you know, you know, huge albums. And then there's, you know, 11 or 12 original songs, which is a big part of the movie. You see Dave and these other artists who recorded at Sound City collaborating on new music, kind of peeling the curtain back and showing people, you know, trying to inspire the next generation of musicians. Say, hey, look, this is how you do it. You learn how to play. You practice. You get in a room with other musicians, and you just sort of, you know, you figure it out. You know, uh, we, we've had our share of rock festivals here uh, at this radio station, and even getting the people in the bands that are there that day on time for something has been a headache. How long did it take for you guys to wrangle all these <laughs> interviews with all these stars? Was it a long shoot kind of thing? Yes, it was really difficult. I mean, luckily, you know, Dave's management company was amazingly helpful with all that stuff you know they have relationships with you know almost all the artists in this movie so they were instrumental in coordinating all that but yeah it was really difficult the very first person like when Dave decided I want to go back and interview all the artists that recorded at the studio on this board he sent emails out to all of them just reached out personally and said hey I want to talk and everybody said yes <laughs> the first person to say yes was Neil Young 
That's awesome. And he was the last interview we got. <laughs> Almost, you know, about a year and a half later. You know, just because, you know, schedules and we just, we were close a couple of times. We just couldn't figure it out. Yeah, and finally when he said, yeah, you know, let's do it. I have like four or five days off, but I'm going to be at my house in Hawaii. <laughs> so Dave was like, you know what? Pack up the crew. We're going to Hawaii for two days. We're going to go shoot this interview. And, you know, and then you have all these uh, these different interviews. You have all this footage. You have all these possible plot lines. How long does it take to edit up a movie that takes a year and a half to shoot? Oh, man. The editor, Paul Crowder, he's great. He's done a bunch of really big documentaries. He did Dogtown and Z-Boys. He did Riding Giant. He worked on this movie, yeah, about a year straight. Wow. Yeah, and, you know, his writing partner, Mark Monroe, you know, they went, you know, we got all the interviews transcribed onto paper, and, you know, the two of them went through, and, you know, just, you know, looking at Dave's outline and sitting and meeting with Dave and going through the transcripts, you know, the three of them collaborated very closely, just, you know, trying to find what was the, the thread to weave all these interviews together. Wow, I mean, that just, it seems so... Uh, so ginormous that uh, it's tough to tackle something like that. How do you get through it on a day-to-day basis? You know, you just you have to put in the time. You got to put in the hours. You got you got to read through the transcripts. You got to look through the footage. You know, there's no shortcuts with the documentary. You got to look at it all. And we had 1,600 hours of footage. Gosh. I mean, it is a monster. <laughs> I mean, it was a very daunting task. But you know. We, we put a great team together, and everybody worked, worked really well together. And, yeah, you just there's no shortcuts. You just got to put in the time. Well, uh, anything Dave is involved in, we're all in on, man. I cannot wait till Friday when I can download the thing, just like everybody else, and uh, check out the movie. Uh, it's called Sound City. We've been talking about it for a while. Uh, John, hey, thank you for the time. We, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to chat it up a bit. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, take care of yourself. Cheers.